everyone, and welcome to the 45th episode of We're All in the Same Boat. I'm your host, Luke Roxwell, and today I'm only here once again with <laughs> Michael. Special edition, Mike and Luke podcast. Yeah, really. We, we can go back to my old name, so it'll just be the Mike and Luke podcast. <laughs> the Mike Luke Rock Snap podcast. <laughs> the Rock Snap. <laughs> yeah. Um, as always, you can check us out on iTunes and SoundCloud and leave us a review because we know you're a great fan and we know you want to do it. And you we are the best. Do it. You can also tweet at us at WAITSB Podcast. <laughs> Man, I hope you guys remember it better than me because, uh, you know, I have to think about it every time it's I say it. It's Waitsbuh. Just the Waitsbuh Podcast. I know, but like spelling stuff, there's some people that can spell really quickly. Like they can spell it and, and hear it and spell it out in their head. Like if someone spells something to them, they can immediately get the word. Mm-hmm. I have to like think about it. So like envision it in your mind? Yeah. I'm like putting the words back together like a tower. Like when they say like, uh, you know, like W-A-I-T-S-B podcast. And I'm like, W-A, okay, I-T, okay, S-B. Wait, what were the other ones? <laughs> <laughs> I just like putting the pieces together. That's why I'm a math person. I don't, I don't really know, know how my, my word process is. I can read pretty fast, so. I can read okay, but not really very fast. Like on the kind of like, I would like look at someone's phone, like glance at it, and accidentally read their whole message. I'm like, oh, I know everything. <laughs> do you have the message thing turned on in your notifications on your iPhone, or do you have it turned off? Um, like the group like, text. No, where it shows a preview of the message. Oh yeah, I do. You have it turned. Which one? On. I have off? it shows a preview. It's on. Okay. And some people, most people I know turn it off because they're like, <laughs> you never know well, what someone might text you. Well, that way, if, if someone texts me and I don't want to answer them, but I don't, I don't, I don't want them to see that I read it. Now mm. everybody knows my secret. But like, I'll just look at the uh, <laughs> the the preview, and generally, usually, usually a text is not that long, so right. I can either read it all or figure it all out pretty fast, and then I get back to if it. I get to, back to it. That's right. If you have to be strategic about what you see, I actually, yeah, I, some people turn off the when they read the message. But the way I see it, one, sometimes I just want you to know that I read the message and that I'm mm-hmm. done talking, you know? <laughs> um, but then the other part of me is like, if I don't want to talk to you, then I should just man up and say it. I shouldn't just be like, <laughs> oh, I just didn't get the message yet when I really did. Well, I don't have reader okay. seats on for texts on my iPhone, but I have like Facebook and stuff. Because like... Uh, I have it on, on my phone. I used to turn on, like if I was talking to somebody, like having a serious record, a serious conversation... Because I wanted them to know that I've like seen it, but I don't have it on not because I don't want them to know that I'm ignoring them, but because I don't want them to think that I'm ignoring them. Like if I accidentally open it, and I don't answer them right away, or if I don't have mm-hmm. an answer yet, I don't want them to be like, "Oh, he's just like ignoring me now." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um, I don't know. I know everyone has different opinions on that, whether or not they want people to see that they read, read their messages, but I just don't care. I think it makes sense if you're talking to somebody all the time. Like if you're talking to like a significant other, mm-hmm. I would turn them on. Just but now, like now you can do it like for specific people. That's mm-hmm. a lot better. I don't want. I definitely don't want everybody to know that I'm ignoring them. Yeah, I I just don't. There there are sometimes I didn't used to do this. Like when I was younger, if I got a text message, I would immediately be like, hoo, hoo, like read it really quick and then like immediately respond. <laughs> I just it's like I would have anxiety when I didn't respond because it's just like. There's a task that needs to be completed, you know. Um, wait a second. I have two notes. Oh, okay. Whew. I scared myself. 
I have I have two notes in my notebook that say podcast forty five. So I was like, oh, <laughs> was this podcast forty six? But I oh, no. I must I just left it. So it's funny because I have one note or one note in my notes that is most of the stories, the ones I just told you, mm. and then I have one other podcast forty five note, and it's just got one. <laughs> it just got one topic on it, and I have forgotten about this topic. I'm glad I wrote it down. Uh, so I was at the gym. Uh-huh. running just on the treadmill nice and that means i was in view or i had the view of the tvs and you know how they always play like here's a bunch of food commercials <laughs> yeah it's like, like a psychopath commercials and like lame news yeah it's animals. like cnn and food <laughs> and then maybe an ab workout thing that they're trying to sell <laughs> but so so those were playing and one of the things that they played was like a one of those lapless pools where you just swim. Oh, like the infinity you know? pool? Yeah, yeah, that's what it's called. I couldn't think about what it's called. But they had one of those playing. And I was thinking about it. <laughs> I don't know why I thought about this. But I was like, what if you took like 10 of those and put them all into one pool but on different sides so it was all going towards the middle? <laughs> and then like you just threw some in the pool and they would just be stuck in there forever and drown. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it sounds like some like horror movie thing where it's like haha like really like it's like and it's like a villain it's like a super villain throws him in this pool and they because you just how would you get out wait well, you can't, water, you can't out wait, swim it if the water is going like is the water is all dressing dressing to the middle yeah i was saying okay, i was yeah. thinking about the physics of it yeah yeah uh, uh, for a second i thought like oh yeah if it just follow the current because it'll push you out but if it's all going to the middle then no they're all it's like um pushed in the middle yeah, it'd be like if you had a bunch of snipers pointed at you and you're in one spot and they all surrounded you, they'd all be shooting you from every direction. So that's what the jets would do. Like you'd be trying to swim one direction and they just push you to the middle. Yeah, they keep pushing you to the middle until eventually you're just too tired and you just sink and drown. Maybe you could run swim like in a circle kind of like when you're swimming against the tide. It'd be a lot harder. No, but it would, it would just push you in though because they're in every direction. No, I don't know I how know. to do it. I know. It's like once you go in, you can't get out. You're like... You like put end. one foot in. Like sucks you to the middle. <laughs> it's like like you you'd go into the edge and then all of a sudden you'd like start losing control of the edge like oh, no and then you just <laughs> then you're just stuck. You can't get out. No one can get you out. Yeah, that's you know I'm... if anyone jumps in to save you now you're both stuck. <laughs> they're both they're also dead. I was the thinking. Only thing I... Go ahead. Well, the only the only thing I was thinking about like that maybe would counter it is the fact that. If all the water is getting pushed to the center, wouldn't the water go down? I feel like it would. It would drag you down. You like it would. The, the water would basically be like a bunch of wheels, sort of. Wait, so maybe if you could like, if you went to the bottom of the pool, you could walk to the wall and try to like jump up and grab the wall and pull yourself up. I think that That'd what, really hard, what though. the water would do is like, it would be coming out. Like if, if we just think about one jet, mm-hmm. it would go forwards and then it would hit the current going the other direction and they would both go down. Okay? Yeah. And then they'd go back towards the jet and it would go in a circle like that, I think. So if you swam down... the thing That's the other thing, too, is if the water would be pushing you down. It'd, push you, it'd be pushing you underwater. I think once but you like, got to the middle of the pool, it would push, start pushing you down, yeah. Yeah, but like you could, what you could do... So here's, there's two things I was thinking about. If you swim down the current's going to pull you towards the jets because it's going under. But as mm. soon as you got up to try and grab the wall, the jets would push you back again. 
I think you just thought so of the ultimate death trap, Luke. <laughs> Pretty diabolical. I, I was really like running on the gym, like thinking through, like I could take over the world with this thing. <laughs> take but all like, the world's leaders. Throw if them. If you in. think about it, though, like if it was far <laughs> enough cool. out that it was like, let's say the pool was as big as like the base of a house, mm-hmm. and then the jets were all around. Like you could be in the middle, and you could just be standing there, and none of the water would be moving. But each time you tried to get out of the pool, you wouldn't be able to. Yeah, that'd be crazy. I was thinking when you first said, like, I was on a treadmill and I saw this thing about the infinity pool and I was like, dude, you're basically on infinity ground because <laughs> you're just like running. And it doesn't stop. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you, you guys want to go use the infinity ground? You mean the treadmill? <laughs> yeah. Oh, if you want to be boring. It's funny too because it's like uh, someone said that bicycles are like acoustic motorcycles. <laughs> yeah. It'd be like uh, <laughs> a... Uh, what would it be? It would be like the... Uh, acoustic road? Yeah, or the acoustic, oh. acoustic infinity pool. <laughs> so I used, to, I used to say that about like lots of stuff when I was a teenager. Like To me, like contacts are like the electric guitars of like glasses or like long boards <laughs> or acoustic skateboards. That's true. In my mind, it's like, you know, the acoustic version is the one you can just take anywhere and just use easily. With electric guitar, you need to have an amp and power and stuff. But with the acoustic guitar, it's you like, just play it wherever you want. You're like, dude, is that acoustic and it's like you mean portable yeah <laughs> maybe that's why people get confused people ask me all the time like is that an acoustic guitar is that a rhythm guitar or is that a lead guitar can you play both wait really they say that to you a lot <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah what it's not usually it's older people young people usually know what's going on it's like they played rock band too much and they thought <laughs> they're two different instruments like i'm lead guitar you're rhythm guitar and they're not the same Yep. Uh, well, also, I guess when I was a kid, I kind of thought that some guitars... I knew you could play anything on any guitar, but I thought that some guitars were, like, made for certain things. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought I figured that, guitar, that a guitar like a Les Paul with a deeper sound would be a rhythm guitar, and a guitar that, like, had a higher pitch would be, like, a telly, or a strat would be, like, a lead guitar. That always was weird to me, how, like, you can change the tone of a guitar, but it's still playing the same note. Like, when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I was like, how are you making it lower, but it's the same note? That still baffles me. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it has to do with the frequencies that you're hearing because you're like you're turning down the higher frequencies and letting the lower frequencies go. But it's weird because it's like, so it's lower, but it's the same pitch. Yeah, it's like different tones, like of voices. Yeah. Like you hear, you hear mm-hmm. people, two people sing the same song. One sounds like hey yeah, the other one's like hey yeah. Those are both the you know, same like- <laughs> octave, but one's just kind of way lower than the other. Yeah, the same, the same note too. You know, it's like what yeah. in the world? Music is um, weird. Yeah, I remember not understanding as a kid. It's funny though because I remember some one music guy was talking to me uh, or talking. I don't know. He was talking to a couple of us about like music, mm-hmm. and he was like, "All right, really quick," because he was a music guy, but he was more of like a like a poetry, like note music person. He wasn't mm-hmm. really a math person, and so he was like, "Quick, what's a dot eighth note?" And like immediately, I'm like a three sixteenth note, like because <laughs> like i'm a math person so it was so easy immediately i knew the answer but then you know if you were going to ask me stuff about chord progressions or uh like okay well what note would go well with this note you mm-hmm. know i wouldn't be able to just tell you i'd have to think about it but but the math of it like the rhythm and like the division and time signatures and all that stuff that stuff is like cake so easy that's we can get into that we can get into that if you want to because that's like there's lots of stuff you can talk about there music because um I'm pretty good at music theory. I know quite a bit. I'm not like a crazy jazz theory master, mm-hmm. but I know all about chords and all about like, I know quite a bit about rhythm and stuff. 
So do you know about like chord progressions or something? Like if I was playing certain chords, what progressions would sound good on a bass? Yeah, like I, I if you played like for instance, if you played a G chord and I wanted to make it sound more somber, I could play a B over it, which is a third of that chord. Or if I wanted to make it sound then, like more powerful, I could play a D, which is the fifth of that chord, so it had like a kind of like a power chord feel. Mm-hmm. Or I could play an E over it and turn that G chord into and a what E about, minor seven. What about things like relative minors and majors? Isn't that what would that be for A? Is it G? G That's minor. F sharp. F sharp. It's always four half steps below. So if you think if you look at a guitar and you play, say you play an A, and you know like you know you know Carol the bells. Yeah, <laughs> the you, circle of fifths. So there's the like simplest that, song well, ever. There's like that uh, that shape you do. It's like you got the root. Say say you start on A, A, B, then C. There's like A, and then you skip a fret, then there's B, and then B goes right to C. That shape, if you go down from C, C, B, A, A is a relative mm-hmm. minor of C. Right. So if you go back either three scale degrees or four keys or four frets, you'll get to the relative minor. Now, did you learn music notes first, or did you learn tabs first, or... I mean, actually, I don't even... Do you know how to play... some? Because some people know... All right, hold on. Let me think through what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting that conversation four different ways all at once. Do you know? Do you like? Do you want? I don't, I don't know. Actually, you know what? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> what I was going to say was some people that are really good musicians don't even know sheet music, like notes. Mm-hmm. And some people know tabs. Some people know chords. Whatever. And what yeah. I was wondering is what was your musical journey did you learn how to write music did you learn notes and piano or so now now i know how to read sheet music but i rarely ever do i'm not very good at it um but i started out playing like punk rock and worship music so it's pr- i just started out with chords but the way i learned was pretty unconventional and i like the way i learned because it was really applicable it was really mm-hmm. uh, practical so basically what i did is i first learned every chord i could think to find and mm-hmm. then this might sound like a waste of time but for me it really helped i memorized every note on the fretboard I had a piece of paper that had them all on it, and I would like hook my guitar up to a tuner, and just play up and memorize where they were, which isn't that hard. Like for people at home, if you want to learn guitar, it's really easy. Mm-hmm. You remember if you memorize yeah, where the dots are. Especially if you, especially when you start learning like one line or something like that, and then you just learn like, like what I know. What I remember when I learned the mm-hmm. different notes on the guitar, I was like learning specific chords and stuff. Like I was like, okay, yeah. I know this is where the D power chord is. A G F B. Like mm-hmm. figured out where all those were on the first two strings. Yep. Um, and then from there being able to go, okay, but I know the fifth of, you know, this chord is this note. Exactly. And so I know if I'm playing this power chord that I know what this note is and then yep. I know the octave. So now I know where the second note is like, that's, that's yep. how I learned. So then if you know where a is yeah. and you can find D easily, you can find the next octave up. Exactly. So yep. that's, so literally that's what I did. I, I learned all the notes and then I learned, I, t- I took the chords and just like looked at each note in every chord. And I eventually like figured out like the patterns between them. So I was able to like make whatever chord I wanted to make at that point. And mm-hmm. then I started learning. I took I took a piano lesson, like a piano class when I was in high school. It was like a homeschool piano class. It wasn't that intense. But I learned scales there. And that like helped me pick it up a little bit more. <laughs> Everyone's just playing chopsticks. <laughs> yeah, I think I like wrote a song for like my like little piano demonstration. And then I took I took mm-hmm. one music theory class in college. It was pretty easy. Like not trying to brag or anything, but I got 112 in it. <laughs> but oh. for my like the final the final was kind of crazy because I didn't do very well because it was it wasn't a cumulative final. It was on one section that I thought I'd read, but I didn't. But mm-hmm. I also had to play it. I had to like get a, a piece of music and like learn it from the sheet music. But I picked a song and I learned it by ear, and then I played it like looking at the sheet music. So I kind of <laughs> cheated. But, Cheater. 
I don't know. I know that like uh, I was talking to somebody about this the other day where I, I my, one of my friends, I was like, what if somebody was reading, like someone was so good at music, you know, when you're listening to music and you hear a note combination, mm-hmm. like a drum and a bass and a guitar, and they just play a certain progression. Maybe they're kind of different. Like the guitar plays these few notes and the bass plays different notes, but together when they when you hear them together they just sound good yeah and like if it's really good this is at least what i do i'm like oh oh that was cool like i'll say that like when the music's playing because it's mm-hmm. just like oh that was cool imagine if there's somebody and actually we don't have to imagine this because i know they exist but somebody who <laughs> could just like read sheet music and then like they'd be like oh man oh that's good <laughs> like like they get excited by reading the sheet music because they know what it's going to sound like i mean that was beethoven yeah i've seen people like that they're like, really like, oh, this is good. This is cool. That's insane. For me, That's so crazy to me. Like, I, I understand sheet music, but I don't. I don't. It's like it's like a language. I'm not fluent in it. I can't look at something and know how it's gonna sound. I have to have an idea of how the song goes before right. it can. I mean, I could like sheet music. Uh, sheet music would be harder for me, but like even tabs, like it could just be like, okay, so it's okay. I see what this is like, but but if it's like, just sit there and read it, and I get that adrenaline excitement because I know, oh man. I recognize that. I know that. Yes. Oh, this will sound amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Tab's actually kind of hard for me because it's like, especially when you learn really complicated songs, it's hard to know which note is which when you're looking at tabs. This is like, you know, it says like five, six, eight. And you're like, well, which one of these is which? Mm-hmm. So usually I'll, I'll kind of use tabs in a combination of like listening and just kind of learn it by ear and use the tabs to figure out like the shapes. Well, tabs are annoying because tabs, unless they have the notes above them, it's not always easy for me to know what I'm playing. Exactly. That's you what I'm saying. Like, you basically you don't have to look at is. the tab. Right. You have to look at the tab and you have to know the song. Exactly. You know, like I have to know the strumming pattern to kind of know what, what the tabs are doing or like when to switch chords or when to switch notes. And sometimes I don't know the song and that's kind of annoying. Cause you're like, yeah. does this, is this, does this note hit on beat one? I don't know. It's just <laughs> a bunch of tabs. Yeah. Which one is this? So you can't really feel like, solo 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 bam beat one it's like <laughs> i don't really know where this note lands so i have to play the whole song and figure it out on my own so that's yeah, kind of difficult challenge and guitar is interesting because on a lot of other instruments every chord you play anywhere is the same like on piano you play a c sharp minor it's the same everywhere every octave but on guitar mm-hmm. you know different places or different voicings are like way different to play physically you got to jumble mm-hmm. your fingers in weird ways uh, like this is a song I'm trying to learn right now that has it's like an E flat nine, which isn't a crazy hard chord, but the arrangement of the chord is. It's mm-hmm. got like it's it's on like four different strings and each one is like two frets away from each other. So Oh, isn't that what they play in like Message in a Bottle, I think? I don't know. It's like yeah, it's like it's on one fret and then like down a string but over two frets and then down a string and over two frets. So you're like your hand's like a spider. Yeah, this chord sort like of this, thing. like so it's got an E, an E flat, an F sharp, and a G sharp, all in different. I think strings. that is. I think that is the chord. I think that is the chord that they play in Messages in a Bottle. It's like it's like those really like wide notes. Maybe, but, but like, your hand is like a spider, right? Yeah, Going like up, a spider, and I can't push to that fast enough. Like in this particular song, that chord is played for one beat. By the time I finger, I like finger that chord, it's over. <laughs> I'm like, dang it. <laughs> that's, that's the weird thing about guitar. Compared to some other instruments, it's like the chords are like really hard to switch to because you gotta build the muscle memory so hardcore before you can get there. Yeah, and guitar. I've always thought that about guitar versus a lot of other things because, like, with piano, even though piano is difficult, I think mm-hmm. that there's less mechanics to a piano. 
Every piano like, player I know says it's the easiest instrument. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, all the notes are in one place. Yep. You don't have like the same note in multiple different places. You, um, all the notes look the same. So, for example, like a C, where a C is, if you look at a C note, it's always next to the two black keys, right? Mm-hmm. So you can kind of like get familiar with the same chords. Like with the guitar, it's like, well, it's all the same. They're just strings. You yeah. Know, you just have to know the notes. Um, there's nothing to make you recognize. Oh wait, this is a C here because it's next to the two black notes, right? Yep. And it's like like a percussion instrument, but you're not. I don't know. It, you're not you're not multitasking with a guitar. A guitar is a lot more multitasking, I would say. Yeah, it's also can be more expressive too than a piano because you can do bends. You can really affect, like really change the attack on the strings. You can yeah, finger pick. Muting. You can use a pick. You can palm yep. mute. You can like bend the neck of your guitar to like detune a little bit. Like mm-hmm. there's lots of cool stuff you can do. It gets pretty crazy. The guitars are awesome. When w- um wait, I know you've been in like a significant number of bands, mm-hmm. you know, over the last couple of years. But when when were you in your first band? Is there any interesting stories that happen? Any fights? I know bands are always fighting. <laughs> I know they like to fight. So I was pretty chill, but there was one guy who was pretty annoying. So. All right, so I started <laughs> I started playing guitar when I was like 16, and um, but I started I started a band maybe within that year. Um, it was a band. Me, and my friend, my friends Clay and Christian started a band. Christian played drums. He was like in the drum line for a long time, and Clay played uh, guitar. And I played guitar. And we started a band called Avengers of Martyr. It was kind of like a mix of like System of a Down and Rise Against, but not that good. Just really but with loud. the with the name and with the name Avenged. Yeah. Uh, so it was pretty cool, and then we like got this guy who went to our church, who wanted to join the band as a singer. Which he couldn't really sing, but I didn't really think about that before singing. So <laughs> but it was fine. He was my friend. I was like, "Yeah, let's all be in a band together." But apparently, <laughs> it's, a, it's like, "Yeah, man, we can be in a band." He starts singing. Yeah, that was not smart that I did that. <laughs> well, it didn't really matter. So, so before he was in the band, we played like maybe two shows. We played like for like my church's like. A, a mm-hmm. different church's youth event. We played for another church's outreach thing. It was like while I was still in high school. And then we mm-hmm. played a show with him. Well, well, not a show, but like for our youth group on a Wednesday night. And we were sound checking and he was singing and his mom was in the back talking to somebody else. And she started <laughs> laughing about something, but she wasn't, he thought she was laughing at her. She, he thought she was laughing at him. <laughs> oh no. So he started crying and it was what? really weird. <laughs> and later on it's just like it's like the um it's like mom i'm gonna sing sings one note <laughs> mom starts laughing and it's like hopes and dreams smashed forever <laughs> my mom thinks i'm laughable <laughs> yeah it was it was pretty funny um and then like later he left the band and i heard, i found out like years later that we had beef apparently because he felt like i was taking over the band and i was like what i started the band how did I take it over? For the band, you know, even then my I, band. Even then, I wasn't even like a taskmaster. Like I, everything was up to a vote. I wasn't even doing anything. But it, it was just like a high school band, you know. It wasn't like a real band. Do you but, think that? Um, I I know I I have a whole discussion going on with one of my friends about his band and mm-hmm. like you know stuff going on and and trying to get I'm trying to be perfectionist versus releasing stuff. And obviously, I I'm I'm going to debate him on the podcast <laughs> with this one day but i'm i'm more like let's get stuff out don't yeah. be so much of a perfectionist that you never do anything you know because i know people that like i think i will learn i will be a better movie maker if i make five movies in one year instead of 
one amazing movie in five years. Yeah, I think so. I think I'll be because you learn so much and you're just like, all right, we'll just instead of like, how can I salvage this film that we made mistakes on? <laughs> like I've been doing. It's like yeah, you look right, back. Screw like, oh, last time that let's didn't get work. This, yep, let's take notes and move on to the next one. Yeah, that's what I kind of think of things at least. I know, so I know in my mind that the best way is to get it till it's good enough and put it out there. But the way that I am is I'm like a perfectionist and I never put things out. I have like, basically all my songs are unfinished songs. They're all demos technically. <laughs> so for me, mm-hmm. I see the value in just putting it out or just like, oh, I can't figure out what to put here. So whatever I come up with, it's just going to be good enough unless I like somehow magically think of something better when I move on. I mean, if you had like a goal where it was like, I'm going to record and release one song a week mm-hmm. for six weeks in a row and then just see what happens yeah. where it's like, I can't be perf- too perfectionist about it because it has to be released. Kind of like we do with this podcast where it's like, we're just going to keep making episodes yep. and then before we know it, we start doing things. We start ha- coming up with habits and ideas and we change the format around just because we just keep doing it mm-hmm. as opposed to being like, Hey guys, let's spend the next year planning the perfect one podcast <laughs> episode. See how stupid that would be? Yeah, that'd be dumb. Yeah. But it would be amazing. <laughs> yeah, actually... I'd, I'd... Actually, I feel like it wouldn't be. I feel like it would not be good because we wouldn't be prepared. That's true. Because we, wouldn't wouldn't, we don't have an experience. We just have, like, anticipated experience, which could be completely wrong. True that. True that. Actually, it's, it's funny you say, like, releasing a song a week because I had some kind of uh, goal like that. It was to maybe release, like, a song a month or just finish a song a month. I was starting real slow, and I haven't done that yet. I have, like, three songs that I'm working on currently. I'd say part, do it right now. The hard part is... um. Like for me, like I'm not like a great lyricist. I think I'm pretty good at making music. I can always make the music that I want to make, like mm-hmm. with relative ease. I can come up with stuff that I want to hear, but I'm just not good at. I'm not good at lyrics. I'm not a great singer. So for me, coming up with lyrics and vocals is just not what I'm best at. And mm-hmm. most like you know songs involve lyrics and vocals. Mm-hmm. So that's my biggest stumbling block. But when it comes to instrumental stuff, it's pretty much done. But also like you're like okay, well once I get the vocals, I'll know how to arrange this. Right now it's just like oh I have intro, a verse, and a chorus. Mm-hmm. and now it's here I but just I mean, try I, I really try to push people to to complete things I, I I'm really happy with the direction my life has gone since I've decided like I'm gonna do this thing I'm gonna make I'm gonna complete pieces of it I'm not gonna like have unfinished stuff which my vlogs yeah. with my with this podcast and with my movie so I, I always oh, totally. try to people to do it because I'm working on a lot of like solo music now and I'd much rather be like hey check out my album or my EP than be like hey listen to this demo on my phone Mm-hmm. <laughs> just you know because I, I love like as soon as i as soon as i make a song even if it's not done yet i'm like i want to show everybody this this is awesome because right the music right. that i make is music i want to hear so to me it's like my favorite kind mm-hmm. uh so i get super stoked about it <laughs> but sometimes i do that and then i'll just move on to something else and i have like two or three unfinished songs that right all need to be done i'd say you should just make a release date and then like just say july 20th i want to have an ep and then yeah. that's it and start telling people that and then oh, at man. least then it's like oh crap well now i gotta do it because i've made a goal because it's it's always easy to not fail if you don't make goals but if you make goals then it's like well i'd rather fail with goals than not make any goals at all and fail anyway you know what i mean yeah it's true um but if you also said like i'm gonna release an album or an ep on this date then it's like all right well i can work on a song today or not but that ep has to come out so 
I better make smart decisions now. But I don't know. That's just my, that's why I, yeah. I try. I, I really try to get people to do stuff like that. Usually people don't though. <laughs> my goal actually is to put an EP out by the end of this year. So, so if 2019 hits and you don't have an EP out, you said EP or an album? Uh, start with EP. <laughs> it's like, oh, but I mean, if I get, EP. you know, if I get to, a, if I get to an EP and I still have like several months left, I'll keep going until it's, if it's album length by then. Right. But the length. point is like, you're, if that was a goal, you fail if you don't have an EPA and some sort of EP out by 2019. Right. January 1st, 2019, you failed the goal if you don't have one out. Yep. So I would probably. But see, it's like a very like measurable goal. Yeah, I think it is. And I already have like, I just got to finish the songs that I already have. So I could totally do it. Do it. Then I you will. can say you did it. I will. I will. And I, and I did. It's official now. All right, it's guys. On the, on the record. Uh, January 1st, 2019. Keep your ears out for Michael Demas. An EP, EP by Michael will be out by then. Woo! Yep. So I gotta think of what I want to do because I, I I've always wanted to start a make make a techno album called Michael Waves. Hmm. I think that'd be kind of cool. It's kind of cheesy, but I think it's funny. Maybe I'll do that. Plus, I don't need Micro lyrics for, for electronic music. <laughs> so I already have one and a half songs done. When you were talking about writing music and and making music that you like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what I tell people about eggs because <laughs> it's like everyone's like if I tell people I'm like, I'm like my eggs are pretty like the eggs that I make like scrambled eggs I make they're pretty good like in my opinion that's what I say I say in my opinion they're really good and people can get kind of like <laughs> look who's bragging and it's like stop <laughs> I'm not saying they're amazing I'm just saying out of all the eggs I've had they're my favorite that's it. <laughs> yep. And it was, it's like everyone else in the world could hate them, but they're my favorite. Like These the are my eggs, eggs I make, I love. Are, I like better than any other eggs I've ever had. My eggs are my favorite. <laughs> that's interesting. Like but that's just because just a, I know how to make them. That's a lot of people who make stuff they hate their own stuff, or they hate listening to their own stuff, or yeah. watching their own stuff, which I find really weird. Like I, I guess I get how if you're on tour, you sing the same songs every day, you get tired of them. But literally, I'll record just like a crappy demo of a song, and I'll listen. I'll listen to it like all day <laughs> after I've already finished listening to it all day when I made it. You know, I'll just keep listening to mm-hmm. it because to me, it's like, oh man, this is like what was in my mind, and now it's in my ears. Like, yeah, that's what I, I people do that with a lot of stuff. Like, I do that with movies. If I edit something, like those trailers, mm-hmm. I'll just watch them over and over and over again. Like, just repeat, play it, watch it. As soon as it's done, yeah, start like, it over and watch it again. This. I want to enjoy it. And or, or especially if you get it, you're like, I got it. Yeah. Nailed it. And you're looking at like, it. Like, this is what I want to see. So, like, I made it. And now I can watch it. it. It'd be like if you were a skateboarder and you did, like, a perfect kickflip. Kick mm-hmm. And then you could just be like, whoa, whoa, let's rewind <laughs> and do it again. Yep. Like, if you could just rewind it and do it again and again and again, that'd be awesome. That's yeah, what it's awesome. like. Creating is awesome. Yeah. I think it's worth it. You know, a lot of people play, play video games. And video games are fine. Mm-hmm. But I just would rather make something. Yeah, I've been trying to get something that mode. or something. I don't play video games really ever, but oftentimes on my downtime, if I'm not like usually most of my music stuff is not me writing music; it's me playing music with other people. Mm-hmm. And right now, it's not necessarily my music. Like I play for my friend's band, who um, it's called the Burning Hearts. By the way, we're coming out with an album in July, I think. Whoa, shameless plug! <laughs> but you know, it's mainly like other people's music or church music and stuff. So when I do have a time to work on my own music, I'm 
just I'm just tired in general. But I'm trying to make it more of a priority. Cause yeah, I'm trying to think of like if there's a way to get it systematized. Mm-hmm. You know that that's that's me in general right now. I'm trying to figure out how to do as much as possible without hitting those burnout moments. Yeah, for me it's like time in the, in the day. For instance, like this past week has been super busy, but it's been fun. But like I literally, I get up, uh, either I either go to the gym or I sleep in, go to work, and if I didn't go to the gym in the morning, I go to the gym after work. Hold on, stop. You gotta, you gotta stop because it was like, oh man, these days are too difficult. Start my day off by sleeping in. <laughs> we'll sleep until like eight if I don't wake up at six to go to the gym. It's kind of funny. <laughs> sleep like in I get up, I start the day off by sleeping in, and then wake I up, take a nap. Go back to bed. And then I eat something. <laughs> you know, you wake up, you go to work, and then I get off work, and then I go to a rehearsal. And then I get home and it's like 10 o'clock. And I'm like, well, if I want to be alive tomorrow, I should probably go to sleep now. Now, what if you could give advice about trying to make yourself more, I don't know, energized? Like, how, how do you motivate yourself to get up when the, the alarm goes off and you want to sledgehammer it? Like, oh. is, do you have any advice on, like, what you've used to motivate yourself to get more things done? Because that's a long day. Yeah, for getting up, I just have to do it. <laughs> I don't. There's no special trick for me. I I got an actual alarm clock, not a phone, so it's super freaking annoying if I don't wake Is up. Is your phone away from your bed? It's near my bed, but I don't. Oh, never mind. I don't look at it too much before I go to sleep. I generally put on a podcast on my phone and, and go to bed, and I put it like on airplane mode or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I try not to look at it too much. I I don't anymore. But I mean, like, like I said, I moved my phone away from my bed. Like, I put it on the desk, like, across the room. How do you hear your podcast? Uh, do I don't listen to podcasts when I go to bed. I'm the kind of person, if, if I'm a, if I'm trying to sleep and I have any thoughts, I would just think all night. Mm-hmm. So, podcasts are I, I, I can do that a little bit. Um, I'll put on TV. I know you're not supposed to watch TV before you go to bed, but I feel like TV is at least a step better than looking at my phone six inches away. Yeah. And then scrolling, like refresh and scroll like it like hypes me up but like you if can, i just put on like a video a stupid like interview video or something on youtube yeah you can see so you can super passively out. watch tv whereas like on the phone you're like holding it and then you have to worry about dropping it and losing it when you're like actively replying and commenting and talking to people and thinking through what you're doing as opposed to just passively listening to something Dude, or i hate do you ever oh i'm sure you have like everyone does this you're on you're you're up like up late and you're just on facebook like just looking at it no one else <laughs> is awake. Every minute of it. <laughs> no one else is awake for you to like to interact with. You're just on Facebook, and you're like, you wake up the next day, like, oh, I'm so tired, and it's my freaking fault. <laughs> all I did was look <laughs> at Facebook all night. I hate it. I, I feel like myself. I get on any of those things, and I just scroll. Nothing. Like scroll, just yeah. nothing. The only thing I'm doing is moving my thumb. Rolling That's what I got out of it. There's nothing good there. You're like, oh, maybe I'll find something cool. There's never anything cool. Friends like, in again. Guys, guys, you never know. Like, maybe someone will talk to me. They won't. Maybe I'll find something cool. You won't. <laughs> you won't. It's, there's nothing. Just emptiness. <laughs> yep. I don't know. I um, I've been I've been pushing people in general on things that it's mostly like my own discoveries, like getting things done, making projects, investing money outside of work, saying hello to people and using their name. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm I'm gonna write a book. <laughs> The, the 20s life after college book because i How feel like everybody life? has questions about that 
That'd be good, how do but... you make friends after college? That kind of stuff. That's People interesting. Talk about that. I was talking to my friend about that a while back about like, so I'm, you know, I, I was raised in church and I, I still go to church really regularly. So it's easy for me to make friends because I just go to church and make friends there. We were like, well, if you have friends too, like if you know one or two people, that's always good. You can springboard off of that. Yeah. That's what I do. But if you go somewhere and you don't know anybody at all, that's when it starts to be a little bit more tricky. Yeah. Like a lot of people, depending after, on where you are. after high school, they just go to work and all their, everyone they know is from work. Mm-hmm. And generally from what I hear, people, you know, if the work, your work people aren't usually your friends, friends. They're just your work friends mm-hmm. or your coworkers. So you have no real like close companion like camaraderie or close like relationships to talk about your stuff or to have a mm-hmm. good time yeah so it's, it's kind of weird especially if you work directly with them like i know people at my office that i don't work with and they're like closer friends to me mm-hmm. than the people i work with directly because it's not like they're it's almost like they're not co-workers because you just see them at, they're just at work together working with different people you just you, you get to interact with them stuff. because you want to it's like yeah. oh, i'm not forced to hang out with you i am mm. I do think that forcing people to hang out does make people friends, though. Yeah, I've heard you say that before. You mentioned that, like, about school. Like, you're all in the same class. You can't become friends. It totally yeah, because you... Instead of you being like, Hey, let's be friends now. It's <laughs> just like you are doing the same things. Yep. And you're around each other all the time. So who else are you going to talk to? So you start talking, and before you know it, you become friends. I think it's... That's the very cartoon version. Yeah. So I, I had a friend in high school who and he went to, we went to college he you know he moved away i stayed in the same area in college and like we talked about we almost went we almost went to the same school and we talked about like rooming together he's like no nah, i think i'd rather like find a new roommate just to make more friends I'm like oh, okay that's fine he's like i'm not breaking up with you michael like it's not that i'm like i know like it's not a big deal but like I, there are friends i have seen friends like break up like they're like we are no longer friends and it's official it's so it's just so funny to me it's like your know, friendship is one of those things where it just kind of happens. And then, you know, if you stop being friends, it's just because one of you just moves away or you just don't see each other anymore. Yeah, I it's feel not like, like I was going to say, I think the only way I've only had the official, they're not my friend conversation with myself. <laughs> like I've never had it with to someone else. It was yeah. always to me. Like I had I've had it. I've they're had not my friend talk about anymore. That like people they are like, we talk about it. We're not friends anymore. I'm like, why? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'll give you a hint. You know what friends do? talk why are you talking (laughs) i like i've said it before i've actually said this to someone before but i was i was partially joking she didn't take it as a joke though this is actually someone i know from virginia um this is one this is very early on uh this is a while ago but i i hadn't seen them for a long time and they did the old we're friends until i start dating someone and then i'm never gonna talk to you and even if you try and talk to me you don't, you don't. which i get i'm not i'm not really holding against it because i know people do that because it's like you're preoccupied especially if someone doesn't live in virginia because i yeah. didn't live in virginia well also time, like so. if it's like if you're both if she's if you're talking if your friend is a girl and she starts dating a dude it makes sense to not be talking to another dude all the time because it makes i know i know and like i get it so i'm not this isn't something i'm really holding against her mm-hmm. um but she did kind of disappear and I didn't know she was dating anyone, but she just was like talking to me a lot in general. And then she just disappeared. And we were like friends. It was just friendship, right? Yeah. So then I came back to Virginia and I hung out with her. And I, well, I hung out with a mutual friend of ours, like somebody that her and I both knew. And then as a joke, I was like, oh yeah. Like I was saying goodbye to this other person because I was hanging out with them. And I was like, by the way, tell so-and-so we're not friends anymore. 
<laughs> and then he was he, he just laughed. He's like, "Why?" And I was like, "Because she doesn't talk to me anymore. She's not my friend. It's not. It's not. She should. She should talk to me." So then I hung out with her and. I said that to her too. <laughs> By the way, but I said a joke. I was leave. like, "FYI, we're not friends anymore." You know, but she yeah, actually didn't did. like that I said that. She was like, "You said we're not friends." I was like, "Okay, I was kind of kidding." But <laughs> I also am a little annoyed at you for not talking to me after a while. But you know, I kind of yeah. get it. Hey, well, I hate when people do that. Like, even I had guy friends who started dating somebody and they just shut everybody out. Like, I get you know, you're yeah. dating somebody. It takes a lot of your time. You're trying to see them every day. I feel that. But at the same time, you don't want to. Yeah, but Saturday is for the boys. Like, you gotta come hang out sometimes. What happens if she leaves? What happens if you guys break up? It's like, who are your yeah, friends? Then? You gotta have friends outside of that too. Yeah, I always make it a point to still hang out with friends a lot if I'm dating somebody. Because also you need like, you need your bros to talk about like relationship stuff. They want to know what's going on in your life. You want to tell them what's going on in your life. You gotta have a, a break from all the girliness. Like not mm-hmm. that girliness is is bad, but you know, I'm not a girl. Like hang out with the bros, you know, That's it's right. good. And like, like I said, and for me, you know, I'm all about like guys like helping each other become better men. You have accountability. You have like people to talk to about your problems, or they can like keep you in check if you're acting stupid. Like if you're even if you're not treating your girl right, they can call you out. Mm-hmm. It's good for you. That's like a new thing right now. It's like the new quote unquote modern man, because there's all this like different stuff going on in general. And what it means to be a man, quote unquote, is like slowly changing around currently. Well, it's like all of a sudden we have beards again. Like everyone's <laughs> got beards, right? We have beards. And then it's now. like, all right, so we're not really doing construction work and we're not always wearing a suit and going into work and coming home with like a, you know what I mean? Like there's like these different stereotypes yeah, of what changing. it meant to be a man before. And now it's more of like, you go to work and you work at a desk, but then you come home and you eat healthy and you exercise and you got a big beard and you're strong and then you have hobbies that you go do and you know, it's like, it's kind of shifting and it's like a different, I don't know. I, I, I think it's kind of interesting to look at what was considered manly before and what is considered super manly now. And it's, I don't know. It's interesting. I think a lot of it's, out. I think a lot of it's oh, similar, ahead. similar in the same, like, the same cultures like i think in the south we you know we, we live in virginia well you we you lived in virginia and it's basically the hat of the south you have a lot of southern people here kind mm-hmm. of the south you know like they hate by the way they hate the south in seattle like they hate I bet. it so much <laughs> they always the, complain about it they are the I'm worst like, there's a lot of normal people there okay there's a lot of regular people <laughs> they're not all evil horrible people yeah, most people i know in the south are really awesome they're really nice i know it's, uh, it's, it's like stop being a hater Stop being a hater. There's just a lot of normal people. Stop being prejudiced. Racist. But, so, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, like, in the South, like, I know a lot of guys who are still the same as their grandpa. Like, they're still like, oh, yeah, I got my guns. I, like, work hard. I ain't got, (laughs) I ain't got them sissy skinny jeans on or nothing. Like, you know, like, you still got a lot of that. (laughs) Even young dudes. Like, I know guys who are my age who still act like that. But I think uh, in, like, I don't know how to say it. like I guess the most the more liberal culture like being a man like isn't I don't mean this in a bad way but it's not like a it's not a one definition now mm-hmm. which is like I said it's not bad because not every man is the same not every man is like some men are strong some men their strengths are in their intelligence some of them their strength is in their strength some they're more athletic like they're fast some are like mm-hmm. like really heavy lifters you know some are artistic some are architecturally minded 
when I said this to somebody, like, I know I always say that too. I'm aware of it. I'm aware that I say that a lot, but it's true. Because I did say this to somebody. I said this. <laughs> we were at a Brazilian restaurant. This is proof. We were at a Brazilian <laughs> restaurant where you have a little thing that you put on the table and you flip it up upside down, whether or not you want them to bring these like big slabs of meat over to you. Uh-huh. It's really cool. So that's where we were. And we were talking about uh, like men and women. And, and the girl I was with was talking about how men don't spend all of this money that women spend on like makeup and to look good, like to get their nails done and to mm-hmm. get their hair done and to get whatever, you know, girls spend a lot, tend to spend a lot more money than men do yeah. in that aspect. And I said, yeah, but that's because a lot of girls tend to compete with beauty because men notice beauty. So they do things to make themselves as beautiful as possible because a lot of men, we look at that kind of thing. Uh-huh. Um, but I was saying, and this, this goes both ways to a certain extent, but then I yeah. said that with men, we compete with status, whether that means being strong, smart, um, more uh, funnier, louder, better. We, we compete like who's the has the higher status. Yeah. And that takes a lot of different hats where it's like I said, who's the strongest? Okay, well, I'm not the strongest, but I'm the smartest. Okay, I'm not the smartest, but I'm the most charming or I'm the funniest. And like you, we kind of find these ways to compete with each other for status because with men, it's like girls don't look at men in terms of beauty, the same way that men tend to look at women. Like, they still do. I don't want to... The problem is, anything I say, someone's going to be like, I want a beautiful man. I was literally just like, sitting here quietly man. waiting for you to talk. I was like, I don't... Whatever we say. Whatever we say from here on out, people at home, we don't mean in an offensive way. If you disagree with us, let us know in the comments. That's right. You can. <laughs> you have a tweet. You have a Twitter. You have a Twitter. I've set up to Twitter for, so you can tweet us if you disagree. But the thing <laughs> I was saying is that, like, in general, like... yeah this is what I feel like I'm competing against. And the girl that I was talking to said she felt like she was competing for beauty. I feel like I'm competing for status. And so those are two anecdotal examples. That's all you need (laughs) 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 to show like that. Some girls deal with this and some guys deal with this because there's at least one example of both. Uh, But I think that's interesting. And and so what might've been like, Oh, well like whether people are getting, this used to happen in high school all the time. I noticed people would be talking about guns or, or like uh, knives, paintball guns, or mm-hmm. like cars, and everyone was always like trying to top each other. Yeah. Well, my car's faster. My car's faster. Well, my car's faster. My car's louder. Even if none of them had them, they're like, like someone would be like, oh, this gun's so cool. Yeah. Well, this gun is even stronger. Oh, this car is even cooler. Like they don't well, like, like they don't I even have someone, it. They're just they saying speakers, they know. And they weren't competing for better sounding speakers. They were just competing to see who had more bass. <laughs> and you'd go into their car, and it's like. You'd sit down and then just fall out. You just hear it. Window. Yeah. It was like it was like your car is going to break. <laughs> you know? Like it's going to shake apart. Like all the screws are falling out because of all the bass. But it was a competition to see who had the higher status of the more bassy speakers. You know? Yep. And I, th- I think that goes in a lot of different, different ways. Happens with sports all the time. Happens with music, bands. Yep. You know? Um... Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Trying to think of well, so automation I, stores. Well, wait, wait, before we leave this topic, I, oh, I don't know if I should talk about it. Okay, let's. If I'm gonna pause here, so you, do I, it. If you don't want to talk do about it. it, we can edit. We can cut it out. All right. Okay, so today, my friend and I. Oh, was it today? Yesterday, my friend and I were working. We we're working on this house. It's being remodeled. Um, and we were like, I was just wondering. I was like, so, you know, how like in in 
in straight relationships, there's like, you know, there's a guy and a girl. The guy, mm-hmm. like guys are naturally like dominant and competitive. So generally, generally speaking, not every relationship, but generally the guy is like, <laughs> it's like in charge or at least tip-toe. wants to be in charge. <laughs> you know, the guy's like, all right, like the guy is the dominant one physically. The guy's the guy is the dominant one. Sh- chauvinistic like the, pig. The guy, you know, if, he, if, he, if he's if he's a okay, we'll say like a normal masculine man. Uh, whatever, <laughs> whatever I am, say that they. I don't care. Are in this comment. I know I you don't, don't but I don't know who. Let's is. say let's say that it's. Okay. A, a cisgendered man. Say a cisgendered man <laughs> is in a relationship. He oh. wants to be the provider. No, I'm talking about a specific is that even person. A word? Who it made is. up that word? I don't know what it means. Who made up it, that word? I, I don't even know. Spell the it. liberals. It's I don't even know how you C-I-S. spell it. It's funny because because when I was I was trying to write, <laughs> I think I was trying to write privileged and um, oh, what was the other word? It was some other word and I couldn't spell it. <laughs> what even is this? Why? Wehte privilege? I never heard of privilege. Oh, well, it was another I think it was like, oh, I don't remember, but it was like privilege and misogyny. Equality. Uh, misogyny. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't spell them. I couldn't spell either word. You're like, like, what well, is that? Privilege. That's kind of funny. <laughs> no, so. Yeah, it's like, screw that word. That word's impossible to spell right. I was wondering, I was like, so, you know, like a, a normal, like a cis, whatever, man in a relationship. Stereotypical. A stereotypical man in a relationship wants to be like physically dominant. They want to be the strongest, obviously, than their woman. They want to be like. Like you know, right? I concur. They want to be I'm like an the anecdotal <laughs> example of they, this. They want to be. They want to be the provider. They want to be the strongest. They want to be. They want to be smarter. They want to be better. Not because it's a competition between the two necessarily, but because that's their role as a man. They, and yeah, we just that's the way we better. feel like we yeah. just like a, a women in general. In general, <laughs> want to be beautiful. Maybe right. there's some that don't. I don't care. <laughs> but like in general. They do just yeah. because they just do. So man, then, it's like we want to be strong and, and to be able to provide because we just do. Yeah. You know? So so then like with, with your bros, you know your friends and stuff. You you guys you're not dependent on each other, so you want to be the strongest or the coolest or whatever, or at least equal with the other men, right? It's competitive. Mm-hmm. Even if you're friends and you're not actively trying to like beat the other person, you you want mm-hmm. to at least be equal or better than your peer. So I was thinking, right. like in a homosexual relationship. Say it's two like normal, quote unquote, like cisgender. Uh, well, not cisgender, but like, was this, uh, would they be cisgender? Just two normal gay dudes who are just. I both, don't know what that word means. I think I cis, don't know what cisgender. It means. I think means stereotypical, like straight. So, like, you and I why are cisgender. Cis? I don't know what it means. I don't know why. I just know that's, that's, that's what I am. I don't know so, who made up that word. The liberals. So, <laughs> the liberals. if if two you know if two homosexual guys who are otherwise like normally masculine, whatever that means, like how do they decide who is like who is the better one or like how does that work do they are they competitive with each other does one try to be dominant and the other one's also trying to be dominant does one just submit like i don't know how it works yeah, talking, i don't know you're talking to this other I guy like, there's this dude like, who works with us oh. who this is dude who works with us who always starts off really weird conversations like he'll just say something super weird but then like me and my friend will always continue them and he's never ready and we kind of weird him out sometimes which is hilarious because <laughs> he always says the weirdest freaky stuff but as soon as, like he does it to shock people, but then if you continue it, he doesn't know what to do, and he's like, "Oh man, what did I just start?" <laughs> he's like says something super weird, and you're like, <laughs> "Yeah, that's a good topic." He's like, "What? You weren't, su- you weren't supposed to say that." What? <laughs> it what? Usually work that way in his experience. He's like, "I don't know how to work with this." So yeah, but like we were just wondering, who would, how would they decide? Because you know, like with your bros, like I have one particular friend. We 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 were friends. We were friends for a long time. We we're kind of competitive. Like 
I'm bigger and stronger than he is. So I joke like if we were like people joke that we're gay sometimes. Like, oh, you guys hang out so much, you're gay. I was like, yeah, but I'd be the man. He's like, why? I was like, well, I'm bigger than strong. I'm bigger and stronger <laughs> than you. He's like, oh yeah, well, I'm better at this. I'm like, oh yeah, well, I'm better at this. You know? So it's you guys uh, are like hypothetically competing for a hypothetical thing that's not real. Right. <laughs> well, <laughs> I do want to be bigger and stronger than him. But you know, like if it's two guys who are just normal, like say there's two masculine dudes who both care about being strong and care about providing. How do they decide? What happens? Do they, I mean, do they all, fight? if we want to take it, if we want to take a realistic like turn, it's like you can do that even with uh, men and women because it's like sometimes you totally. get women who or, who are more like in control and want to be more dominant and stuff like that. So then and then the man just is a quieter guy, you know, because it kind of goes yeah. both ways. But, but the difference is, if you I have, think... but if you have two, if you have a man and a woman and they're both hyper competitive like i've seen this before i've seen this in like one of my friends relationships mm-hmm. where they both wanted the spotlight and so they would just compete for it and fight for it and then they they made each other both uncomfortable because they both wanted to be in charge yeah and that's, that's you know, but i feel like the dynamic is way. different between like men though you know there's there's general competition but i feel like the drive to be the alpha male or whatever i think is different because you know like if they're competing against a female you don't you don't, at least I don't, I don't feel pride if I beat a woman in something. I'm not like, ha, I'm a stronger mm-hmm. man than you because she's not a man. Like, of course, you know, whatever. I'd rather be, or she might be better than me at whatever. But the point right. is, it's not the same. I'm not. If you did more like lifts than a, than your sister. Yeah, I'm not like, oh yeah, suck it. You're so small That's and right. weak, little girl. Like, yeah, she is a little <laughs> girl. So it's not a big deal. But you know, right. even even if she was amazing at lifting, say she could lift more than me and I ended up beating her, I'd be pretty stoked, but it's not the same as lifting more than another guy that I'm competing with. Mm-hmm. Or as another guy that I know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why that is. I think it's because, in general, like if you think about the last thousand years, and, and like, here's how I find, I'll, I'll walk on eggshells, <laughs> I'll walk on eggshells. Maybe this isn't how it should be. Maybe. But for the last thousand years men have mostly just competed with each other because we're trying to impress women right in general you know so it's like we're kind of used to to if i if i was like if i was like hanging out with a girl you know like and we were just hanging out and i took her to golfing and i like screwed her like once i was like yeah i won and like beat (laughs) her and like rubbed in her face like ha 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 champion it's like probably not gonna get me a second date because it just yeah probably not. most of the time it just doesn't work that way but if you're with a guy and you beat him and you're like ha ha you told you a second date yeah. that way he could beat you the next time <laughs> you're like all right well, let's go out again all right dates on number two i gotta <laughs> try to win this time but so the point is it's like for a long time you know when it, maybe the urge to compete with women is just not there because in general we haven't really society we, our society just hasn't gone in that direction yeah. really and so and we'll, in, yeah. in, that, in that context, the woman is the prize. So you're not competing against the woman. You're competing against the world, basically. Yeah, like, like I don't want to, like, win against a woman. I want to win her over. You exactly. know, it's like I want to win. Like, I want to win her heart. So, yeah, so if it's two guys <laughs> you know? that are both competitive and both, like. Like, I want him to lose <laughs> and and back off because then I'm the alpha dog. Yeah, I don't know. I also don't want to go down, go down that road mentally. Uh, it just paints bad pictures in my mind. Yeah. But yeah. That's true. I don't know. I don't know what they do. So hey guys, if you're gay out there and you're like both like <laughs> regularly yeah. cisgendered men in a gay relationship, <laughs> let us know how that works. <laughs> <laughs>
I just don't understand. You guys are regular men that are, or if you're, if you're straight men that are in a gay relationship, <laughs> you know, just let us know. I was like, what are you saying, Michael? <laughs> um, all right. So automation. Yeah. You were talking to me about that earlier. Or you were talking to somebody about it, apparently. Yep. Same guy. When you're, when, so when you're painting houses, <laughs> painting is the most boring thing ever. So we talk about everything. Like, we figured out parenting, econ- economics, road hunger. Figured it out. It's <laughs> we like figured it's it done. Out. We it's solved done. it. We actually thought about starting it's a like podcast. It's like a math equation. We thought, about, we thought about starting a podcast. We've already talked about everything, though. We'd have to talk about it again. It wouldn't be as good the second time. Anyway. But, yeah, so, like, you know how... Just set up a microphone in the painting room and just talk as you... And then record the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, I was thinking about doing headsets. That'd be easier. Then we can just walk yeah. around and we can be in different different rooms and hear each other. True. Maybe we'll do it. True. Uh, so... Do it. But, just do it. Just do it next week. <laughs> just do everything. I'm serious. I'm serious. Like, people need to just do... I know some people that just talk about doing things and they don't do them. And it's like, just do it. Just start a project. Start a podcast. Like, <laughs> like this podcast... Do it! Just I thought about, do it! I thought about doing it in like July and then we like recorded our first episode or maybe not July, maybe like March or something. And then we started recording in like July because I just put out the text and just said, hey, do you guys want to want to be on this podcast? And look at what happened. Like it, yep, we just we did it. decided to start it. I don't know. I just pushed Where was it. they going? Okay, so, oh, anyway, yeah. so, so yeah. you're talking about to, to, your, to your painting friends. Yeah. So Amazon, they have, you know, their automated stores where you go in there and you grab what you want. And I guess you scan on the way out or it scans you and you then just you just walk leave. Out. You just leave with the stuff. And they don't have anybody there. And, you know, they obviously obviously people are gonna lose uh steal stuff, but they figure the like ratio of stolen stuff and purchased stuff isn't gonna hurt them bad enough. But you know, what if what if more stores end up like that? What would that mean? Mm-hmm. Um like if if it was more mainstream? Yeah, like it would change Obviously, it would change, like, the workforce like crazy. Because imagine, you know, you go to work in, like, a factory to make everything that goes to the Amazon store. And then you go to the store afterwards, and there's no one there. You just Mm -hmm. go, and you just grab, like, some chicken, and you just leave. I mean, there's a lot of discussion in general just in society about automation and how it's going to affect jobs in general. Mm -hmm. So, everyone's always talking about the trucking industry because we got self-driving cars now. Uh So, it's like... What's gonna happen to all their jobs? You know, because there's not we're not gonna need truck drivers. We're gonna have automated or automation, like cars that drive themselves. And so like with stuff like Amazon, I was trying to figure out how you break that in general. Like if you just went up to someone like, Hey, I'm too short, can you hand me that thing off the top shelf? <laughs> they take it off the top shelf and you're like, Ha! Free stuff and you leave. You know? <laughs> like how would it track that, right? I think I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? But it's just really weird, and the more that, like, autom- the more that the world's automated and even autonomous, where you don't have to go do things with other people, I think it's definitely going to affect society as a whole, because we're already, people are already under-socialized these days. Like, yeah. I know tons of people who feel alone and, like, don't have a lot of friends or don't have an outlet, and it's only going to get worse. I, I was thinking about that, like, when I was doing that keto diet... Mm-hmm. Um, and I was sad all the time because I couldn't have any <laughs> carbs oh, are you or done? sugar. Are you not doing it anymore? Yeah, I stopped. I well, couldn't do it. We'll talk about that it's later. Too difficult. It's too <laughs> difficult. It's just it's this. You're just miserable all the time. And I was exercising a lot, but I just couldn't do it. Hmm. Um, and so, but one of the things I noticed was like 
wow, I didn't realize how much I relied on food to make me feel a little happier. Mm-hmm. Like if my day's been going bad, I eat a sandwich or a little <laughs> bit of pizza or a burger or something, you know, which isn't like, oh, I had cake. It's like just <laughs> bread. You know, it's like, I was like, crap, I really just feel sad. And like, I want this type of food. And, and I was thinking that it's interesting in general. I think we have more crutches than we realize, mm-hmm. whether it's food, TV, social media, alcohol, drugs, weed, whatever that we use. And we don't even realize that these are things we use to suppress feelings. And so I was wondering like, what would happen if you were, you switched all that off every single thing that you use as a crutch like that. And I feel like more and more people would just break down and just cry. Like they'd be so (laughs) sad and they'd just cry, but then they'd feel better because it was like, Oh, I needed to cry. You know, but we like, we like suppress it. We're like, no, 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 can't feel this. Can't do it. Uh, uh, smoke some weed, drink some alcohol, eat some food, uh, go on the, uh, watch TV. It's like, we have find a way to kind of like push it down. Yeah. I don't know. I was just thinking about that the other day. And, and cause I, I realized how much sadder I was getting when I was taking away more and more of the things that I used to kind of dull it, which yeah. is whether that's food or alcohol or, or TV or sitting around or whatever, you know? And I don't know. That's interesting. That was kind of a tangent a little bit, but... Well, yeah, because... No, it kind of goes with it, because basically my point was how that affect people seeing less people. Because I firmly believe in seeing people and being with people is the best way. And and for <laughs> me, like, I'm pretty extroverted. I, I, you know, like anybody else, I like to be alone and have my me time sometimes. But, you know, mm-hmm. if you... Where was I going? Oh, yeah. Like, for me, like, <laughs> if, if I don't see somebody for a long time, like, if I'm home all day, say I have a day off and I have nothing really to do, I just get kind of sad. I'm just sitting there like watching YouTube videos with nothing really mm-hmm. important going on. I'm like, oh man. But see, I feel like sucks. the YouTube videos are just enough of a stimulus to keep you from like being really sad. Like sad to the point that you're desperate to get out mm-hmm. of it. Because I know that when yeah, there's I, a couple I, I, things I, I get I, sad, so I turn on YouTube. I'm like, oh man, I need to like not Right, because it's just enough. It's not great, but it's just enough to like tide you over yep. for the day. Because I noticed like when I... There was a couple of different things I was giving up all at once. And, you know, I was getting desperate. Like, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, who's out? Let's go do something. Let's go hiking. Let's go shoot bone arrow. Like, I just was like, I, I got amped because I was like, I can't be home. I got to go do something. I got to go. Let's go. Yeah. And I did so much that weekend because I cut out all the things that I used to distract myself. Yeah. That can also tie back into what you were talking about earlier about, like, predict- productivity. You just cut out, like, social media or whatever. Everyone's always like, oh, social media is so bad, but we all use it and use social media to talk about how bad it is. But, you know, if you cut out just something that you use, that you waste your time on, like TV or whatever, you have so much more time. It's true. It really is. And, and that's why, I like, when, when I talk about going to the gym or eating healthy or hanging out with people or whatever, and I, if I'm not doing it, I, I make it a point to not give myself credit and say, oh, I don't have time. Because it's usually, no, I didn't make time. Yeah. Because it's the truth. It's like, well, I didn't have enough time because I sat on YouTube for an hour. Yep. Or I didn't have enough time because I just sat around, right? Or yeah. I ate for too long, you know? And, and so it's like, I don't want to get the credit like, I'm so busy and popular. <laughs> it's like, no, I just didn't make the time because I'm not managing my time well. That's so, why. So then what do you think about like rest obviously rest is important but you know sometimes you look at you look at things like oh man all i did that day was like that's what the sabbath is for <laughs> true <laughs> my sabbath is mad busy though because i work at a church so i'm like 
5 a.m. up there doing stuff. But you know, like sure. you know, like about probably every two weeks, I have a day where I have nothing to do that day. Like I'll have no work that day. It's usually like a Monday every other week is kind of like my. Generally, day off. I think you should have like really one one day where you're not doing very much. Yeah. And those days, uh, but not doing very much still means like okay, you sleep a little bit more mm-hmm. and you rest and you take it easy. But uh, I think if 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 resting means I'm gonna sit all day and eat chips and watch TV and pig out and and mess myself up for the rest of the week. That can be a problem too. Yeah, you gotta you gotta rest. You gotta be smart about it. It's it's you know, sometimes some people they they have so much going on they have to get done and they're like I need to rest because I'm gonna die. But like if I don't rest, I won't. If I rest, I won't get all this stuff done and then other bad things will happen. Mm-hmm. And and I know I have had that happen and a lot of people have that happen where they are stuck. Like, well, I need to like take care of my body, but I have all these responsibilities and if I don't do them, then I'm screwed. And they don't know where to. I mean, part of that part of that is time management outside yep. of scheduling. It's time management in terms of commitments. Oh yeah, you know, like are you committing yourself? Like I, I felt that way when I was doing my short film, where I had a day where I almost collapsed and was like, I can't. I'm doing too much, you know, between the vlogs and the podcasts and the short film and all the stuff that's going on and full time job, and then trying to hang out with people. It was like, I, I, it, you'll, you, it, it takes you a long time to hit that limit. But you'll know when you're doing too much. Mm-hmm. But don't be afraid. I, I'd say most of the time, don't be afraid to try to do more, because you'd be surprised how much you can do. You know how many different projects and activities you can do with your free time. Yeah, that was my problem in college, though. I was I was doing you know an, inter- an internship to help pay for school and like you know to get more experience doing stuff, and mm-hmm. I was also in a band and working, and it was like just too much stuff. And I was kind of covering all my, covering all my bases. Like, well, I don't want to miss out on like being in this band. I don't want to miss out on school right now. I don't want to miss on doing these things. I want to hang out with these people. Yeah. So I literally just like burned myself out, and I just did everything mediocrely. Well, I would say that I'd like. I think that's better than the latter. It's better to do too much than not enough. I think Probably. like when you're just not doing anything. But it's good. It's better to I- do one thing amazingly than several things not well. Uh, I I have opinions about that, dude. I don't really agree. So you, should, you should talk to my friend Nathan. He, uh, I, remember, I think you should do. I think you should do as many things as you can at like 90 percent. Well, yeah. So like, um, my friend Nathan, he uh, he always jokes on me because I would he plays bass really well. He's been playing piano for like twenty years and stuff. And I remember I've been playing guitar for about four or five years when I met him. We were, we were in a band together, and I was like, dude, I think I want to learn the cello. He's like, no, you can't learn the cello and guitar, Michael. I'm like, you literally play bass and piano. Shut up. <laughs> you know, like, you was, could. Why not? Why yeah. can't you learn both? You would say that. The thing is, I learn. I've, I have this argument because like, if I learn new things, they translate into other things. Mm-hmm. I'm better at basketball because I learn guitar. Yeah. you learn Because you learn, you, then you understand patterns. You're like, oh. Yeah, I understand rhythm. I understand staying loose. I'm a little bit better at like having a strong movement mm-hmm. but still being loose about it. That's all through guitar and drums. Especially in related and because, things. Like, you know, if you learn guitar... And learning cello, it's like, oh, I got to figure out how this cello works, but I already know all the rules. I just got to learn the mechanics of this particular Right, this particular but then instrument. it's like, okay, now I learned cello, and I learned guitar, and I learned piano, so now I know melodies and basses. I know the layout of the notes. I know how to play drums, so I know a little bit about rhythm. Mm-hmm. I know how the mechanics of the drum work. I know how to play guitar. I know how to play bass because I know how to play guitar. I know, like, and so it's like, now I'm coordinated by all these instruments, so now I'm better yep. at basketball. You know, and it's like, I'm, and I'm good at basketball. He did so say that talk. now. He did say that now. I'm good enough at guitar that I'm allowed to learn cello. 
progress. <laughs> he was like, you can't do anything after this. Um, but the point is, it's like, I think people should not restrict themselves to mm-hmm. one thing because my guitar playing will get better if I do other things outside of guitar. Yeah, I agree. And especially with, with I guess, like arts, they all play into each other. The more you know about music, like Luke, the better you'll be able to apply music to your scenes that you make in your short films. Mm-hmm. You can you can right. say you can you can think about it, and even if you don't know music well, super well, you can have an idea of, what of to do. Music is very similar to the rhythm of editing, too. Oh yeah, and it's you often know? set to music. So yeah. if you know music, and you can you know somehow split up your, I don't know how like editing grids are, but if you can like match it up with the beats of the song you're using, mm-hmm. you can easily visualize where you want to put it, and you can just see like okay, this is on the fourth beat here. I can tell by looking at it. So I'll put this this clip right here, so it like boom hits right at that note or whatever. Right. If you didn't know music, yeah, it, you could do that, but it would take a lot longer. Yeah, and I don't know. I, I really want... I, I hate it when people just say, like, well, I, I should learn one thing super well. I don't think you should do that. I think you should learn a bunch of things the best that you can. Um, and I think, I think that there's it's no, there's nothing wrong on with focusing on one. others that you can kind of do. When someone says, I'm not going to play bass because... Or I'm not going to learn... I knew someone who said, I would not learn bass tabs because I want to be able to play by ear. Mm-hmm. And so he never got good at bass ever because he never really learned it. Yeah. You know, he couldn't play any songs because he just would kind of ding around, get bored and then not play anymore. And it was like, well, because you restricted yourself and said, I'm learning this one thing. You didn't like connect the dots between all the different aspects that go into it. Cause you just hyper-focused on one. Yeah. Oh, so that's another interesting thing. I don't know what this applies to besides music. So if it does apply to something, you know, let me know. So you know you know music theory, right? I don't know if you know music theory. But you know you know what it is. I uh, I know I know more than I think people realize, but I'm I'm not like an expert, but yeah. I do know quite a bit. But I, I talked to several people who um who play guitar. It's usually guitar players mostly, and like they most guitar players don't really know music theory. Guitar kind of have its, has its own like guitar method, which is kind of music theory, mm-hmm. but with all the chords named wrong. And uh, okay, I talk I often talk to them about like learning theory. And a lot of them say this, and I, I said this when I first started. Well, I noticed it when I first started. Is I was like, well, I don't want to learn theory because then it'll make me less creative because then I'll be put in a box. Um, and even, even when I start, first started playing, I, I think I initially started making less creative stuff because like, I was like, oh, now I know that this chord fits here, so I'll just play this chord instead mm-hmm. of you know, just messing around until I find the note that I want. Right. And so like you, once you learn all the rules, you can be put in a box because then you're like, oh, well, I know exactly where to go now. So I'm not gonna like mess around and try to find it. Well, I think I think because you got to learn it as not rules. Yeah, that's that's, that's the next thing. Well, once you learn all the rules, then you know how to break them in more creative ways. So right. now I'm like, okay, like say I got say I'm in the key of C, which is all there's no sharps or flats in it, and I'm like, well, if I add you know a G sharp to this E right here, it'll give it a Spanishy sound. Or if I want to like, you know, take this C and or take the, the the F the F, which is the fourth interval of C, and make that a minor chord instead of a major chord it'll mm-hmm. like make it sound more somber here like give it a different like a kind of maybe a jazzy feel you know i can mm-hmm. now i can i can say what i want not to other people like oh, okay i want to play this chord this way and i can just do it i can also write music and learn music in my head now because i can i understand how it works i can visualize my guitar in my head and like all right this note is this note so mm-hmm. if i want to play it i just play it you know like you know what i mean and people mm-hmm. are often afraid to learn the rules of stuff especially in art because they're afraid that it'll take away their creativity which it can if you let yeah, it. Yeah, I think I think that that's an excuse, honestly. Oh, it is because music, um, music theory like, is hard. I don't think, it doesn't make sense at first. You got to really work yeah, at I, it. Yeah, I I think that it's one of those things where it's like, um, I don't know. You're making excuses when you really just don't want to do it. 
and you found a way to convince yourself and other people that it's okay to not do it. You know, it's like me saying, well, I, I don't even, well, I need to get my license, but I mean, I just, I feel like if I got my license <laughs> that I would want to drive fast and then I would crash my car. If I got my license, okay. I wouldn't walk as much and I'd get fat. Do you, th- yeah, really, do you really <laughs> think that or do you just not want to go take that test? Because if you don't want to take that test, at least man up and say, I don't want to take the test. But don't, don't lie to yourself or to other people about it. That's um, true. Anyway, I, I need, we need to wrap up this podcast. So, um, any plugs, Michael? Oh, uh, yeah. So, all those bands I mentioned earlier. Uh, I guess, Keycentric, check them out. We're doing lots of stuff. We're playing at the Sunrise Festival in uh, Virginia Beach this weekend. We're playing at Regent's uh, Spring Festival at Reg- Regent University on... Mm-hmm. whatever next Saturday is the 28th um, the Burning Hearts is a band that I'm in my buddy Taylor Helm heads that up he's really cool we're coming out with an album I think either July or June 22nd um, so go check out the Burning Hearts on Instagram just at the Burning Hearts all one word and uh, since I'm coming out with an album check out my SoundCloud it's I don't really know my, my name is Michael Demas spelled M-I-C-H-A-E-L D-I-M-A-S so it's kind of like my Instagram but not really and yeah, and check out my Instagram, Michael Demas, but it's spelled M Y K O L D I M A S. It's all complicated. I need Sweet. To <laughs> all right, and you can follow me on Twitter at Luke Roxwold, and then you can follow my YouTube channel, Luke Roxwold Vlogs, and Luke Roxwold Films. That's my other channel, so Ooh. just check that one out when you get the chance. The film is coming Sunday. I'm showing the movie to people on Sunday. I'm really excited because I'm over it. I want this film out. <laughs> We're doing it. I'm so excited. We're almost finished. There's a few more changes we're going to make, but it is coming out Sunday. Woo! This Sunday. That's Sunday. 22nd. Sunday. Yes. So check that out when you guys get the chance. I hope everybody enjoys it. Thanks for listening to this podcast, everybody. Woo! Please listen to our other episodes just so that we can be supported and be awesome. Tweet at us at W-A-I-A. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> I was on a roll. W-A-I-T-S-B podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. Woo! Yeah. Outro music. <laughs>